0: hello i'm greg howard jr and this is don't make this weird the podcast each week i invite a special guest to talk about their life news politics and anything else that may come up head over to the patreon where you'll get the random questions game a secret from my guest you get some merch for being a loyal patron and and you get this uh whole episode uncut and without this bit about joining the patreon so head over to patreon.com forward slash spring break 83 productions to join now
1: All right, I am here today um, with somebody who s- basically skyrocketed to fame um, right before um, the DNC last year. Um, and it all started with a selfie with then former, yeah, former Vice President uh, Joe Biden. Um, I'm beside myself excited. Um, to have this person with me today. Hello, Jacqueline. How are you? Ah, uh, I am amazing today.
2: Um, I feel good. I, I appreciate being on the show. Um, haven't done one of these recordings in a long time, so I'm
1: ready for it. So, talk us talk us through. Like, we've all, we've all seen, you know, the video and, and the selfie. Talk us through, like, before that. Did, did you feel like that day was going to be special or was it just kind of one of those things that happened and you were like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, more like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) I mean, you know, it's my job. It's the career that I'm in. Um, I know what I signed up for. So so nothing really comes as a surprise or, oh, it's going to be a great day because this person's coming in. It's a regular day every day. Um, I think I was excited. Of course, we know in advance, you know, who's going to be doing what at what times and, you know, so on and so forth, as I cannot uh, you know, mention exactly how we do it. Right. But, um, I was actually on vacation the week before that. And I literally probably broke the code, (laughs) but (laughs) I told my parents, I was like, you guys won't believe who's coming and who I'm escorting. Um, a week from now, when I get off of vacation, like I was super stoked to get off vacation just to meet this guy. And, you know, I didn't think that, you know, I was really going to say anything. It was just uh, being in his presence was going to be good enough for me. So it was just um, just a regular day. And, you know, you take it as it comes. And, uh, you know, things just transpired from there.
1: I feel like nobody can really blame you for breaking the code for telling your mom and dad, like that's your mom and dad, like you, you gotta tell them that cool, like all the cool stuff.
2: Right. Right. And I I do. (laughs) (laughs) So not the first time I'm breaking the code here.
1: (laughs) So then you got the opportunity to nominate him as the democratic candidate for president at the DNC. Um, how did, how did they approach you about that?
2: Um, there is one guy, um, I won't mention his name, but there's one guy that actually currently works in the white house and, um, he's been pretty much like a mentor from day one, um, since the video went viral, especially. And, um, just a great all around great guy. And he reached out to me and was like, Hey, there's something that's coming up. And he was like, it's huge because a regular citizen outside of like politics has never done it. And, you know, I'm thinking all types of things. I'm like, (laughs) maybe, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, Joe and his wife are, coming to meet me for dinner. I'm thinking otherwise. Okay. And he was like, wait for an email. You're going to get an email soon from the DNC. As ignorant as it sounds, I didn't even know what DNC stood for. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, DNC, Hmm. who knows? Okay. I said, cool, because it just sounded great. And once I got the email within an hour, um, it was an offer from the actual like producers um, behind, you know, the making of the actual um, DNC. And I was like, holy smokes, like this is the Democratic National Convention. This is something I watch every four years. This is something I go crazy over. I stop everything to make sure I'm tuned in. And I know the rest of the world does the same, you know, not just the U.S. It's billions like of people watching and it's, you know, unbelievable. So I was taken aback by it, I guess, Um, maybe thinking it was a little bit too surreal. I don't know. Um, I was a little confused that whether to answer yes or no. And, you know, I was thinking, was it going to hurt my job? Um. Just so many thoughts, and I was like, "This is an opportunity that I can't pass." So right away, I told them yes, um, and they were like, "Okay, next step is <laughs> um, me getting having a speech writer." Now he didn't write my speech, so all he did was correct the errors of you know things that I wanted to say. Um, And I thought that was cool because it really supported who I was and what I felt and what I wanted to express to the world um, towards, you know, our new president. And I could be myself. And that's just really how it laid out. And um, I think it was perfected. And I'm not, you know, tooting my own horn. You know, that's not why it was perfected because it was me. It was just, it really was heartfelt for me. And, um, you don't see that much. You see a lot of scripted. Okay. You could tell he was put up to this. This person was paid for that till this day. I have not been paid for a single thing that I've done the whole entire time. And I had an amazing time and I'll never forget it. So.
1: I will say that, you know, because, around the time that um the dnc happened um you you and i were mutuals on twitter at that time so seeing like somebody that i guess i kind of knew on the dnc was was cool as hell and then there's a moment in your speech where you said And it's, it is just, it's always, it's always stuck with me. It's you said that Joe Biden has room in his heart for more than just himself. And like, I was like, that's like, that's it. That's, that's the, that's the quote. That's the moment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that touched a lot of people and um, you know, it's just so true, you know, exactly what you've seen on the video. Um, you guys only got 17, if I'm correct, 17 to 20 seconds of, you know, real life of what happened behind scenes. You know, he he treated me great behind scenes and, you know, almost acted as if I was a family member to him. Um, like he knew me from, you know, from the jump and, you know, I was no different than him and he didn't walk with, you know, his head held, held high like he was on a pedestal and you know well I'm the next president and vote for me and you know I'll set you free like (laughs) he, (laughs) he wasn't that type of guy at all um it was almost like he was oblivious to who he was you know which was a great feeling to me um like I said I've worked with so many people and I don't think I've had anybody really rude but You can tell some people rather not, you know, be bothered or um, even say hello to you. They just want to be in and out. Please, you know, get me in the New York Times, get me out of (laughs) there. Like, it's that type of attitude or um, a little snooty. um, But, you know, like I said, we know what we signed up for. And our job is to protect and to get you to and from, especially while you're on our premises and that's what we do so um just like i said 17 seconds of seeing you know who this guy really is i'm sure day by day
1: now when when the democratic primary started there were there were lots (coughs) and lots of candidates um was was it president biden for you from the jump or were you were you like for like a lot of us you know our preferred candidate didn't make it. So we were like, you know, let's go to Joe.
2: Oh, no, it was Joe for me. <laughs> from right jump, Yeah, from day one, um, when I knew he was running, I was like, yep, that's my guy. Like, I love Joe. Um, and I've loved them since Obama era. You know, um, they just worked so good together. And like, almost like nonchalantly, like they didn't have to you know, prove anything. They just really did it. You know, they were the ultimate team. And I was like, you know, anybody smooth and uh, cool like that, that's who I need as my president. But I also need a president who's going to lead as well and not be afraid to say, you know what? There's some things I'm going to do that people might not like me for. And it's okay because it's hurting our economy. Or, you know, um, I'm going to accept all or, you know, there's some things I'll be honest that I don't agree with, which I won't mention, you know, that he's probably done years ago. Right. I mean, but you're talking 20 plus years ago. Right. You know, and people can't judge that, um, especially when you're coming back saying, you know what? Oh, this might have not worked or maybe I did say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. but now I'm trying to correct that and now I'm trying to lead this country and doing the best that I can but you know one man cannot lead this country you know it it causes all of us to come together and and put one step forth and um you know it's some people giving up uh within you know nine months and and it's not even a whole year yet And, and you can't do that because I didn't even see these same people giving up on a guy who was ruining things for four years, you know, Um, and not making any changes at all.
1: So I, to your, to your point, I, I definitely agree that president Biden has been really good about, you know, some of the cringier moments from his past. He's been good about saying, you know what, that was, that was not right you know, let's I've worked to correct that about myself. And that's one of the things, especially in like politicians, that like I appreciate.
2: <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, you know, and it's you got to remember these are everyday people too. Um and if we could sit here and judge somebody that's gonna say, oh, I'm sorry, or You know, you don't even have to give me an apology about anything. I just want to see your actions. And I want to base that on how I feel about you. And I can see a difference of a turnaround with some of the things that, you know, people complain about him doing or saying years ago. And it's like, you know, please, um... What do they say? Throwing stones at a glass house. Yeah. You know, please like look at yourself first and remind yourself that yes, he's the president currently, but he's human first. You know, and we all make mistakes. Make sure you throw out your mistakes and and your hiccups in life and uh, and and broadcast it as well to millions and billions of people, and then come back and say sorry because I'm sure every single person is not going to accept your apology.
1: So there it is. So now we're a year plus out from the DNC. We've we've gone through what was a very very contentious election season. How how has your life changed? Has it changed at all? <clears throat> um <laughs>
2: Uh, My personal life, probably not changed. Um, I'm just, I would say, I mean, I'm very outgoing and outspoken, but I think I've been a little bit more low-key, but it could be the combination of everything that happened um, and also me trying to make sure I'm leading by example, um, as well as, you know, because some people still are like, hey, aren't you the girl? (laughs) And I'm like, I am, you know, when they say that, I'm sure I know what they're talking about. (laughs) And um, it's really cool. Like, I have not gotten one, you know, God forbid I do, but I haven't gotten one negative reaction yet in person. Um, You know, somebody either wants a photo or, you know, can I uh, can I can you talk to my mom real quick? Blah blah. And I'm like, holy smokes, like people still remember me which is cool. Um, I don't think I was looking for the fame part of it. It just happened. And, you know, it was just, it's just a cool experience. Um, it allows me to speak my mind on Twitter, which I do every single day. <laughs> like, you know, you guys are like my family on there. It's super cool. I get very good advice. When I'm wrong, people tell me, which is great. You know, don't shy away from anything. As long as it's the truth, Don't shy away from it. Ask me questions and laugh with me and cry with me if you need to. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, It's allowed me to actually voice my opinion a little bit more than I did before that. Um, Not be afraid to express really how I feel or who I am, which I think I was a little bit shy in um, until that moment. And I was like, you know what? sometimes expressing yourself in the right way especially it's not harming anybody so you know why not speak on it so yeah
1: so we've come to the portion of the show uh where I pull an email from a listener uh out of the inbox and present it to uh my guests uh to get their thoughts on it Um, This week's letter comes from Diane in um, Charleston, South Carolina. Hello, Diane. Uh, Thank you for listening. She would like to know, um, do you feel like the Democrats are doing a good job in keeping their promises from the campaign? (laughs) Um, Okay. Do I think
2: they're doing a good job? Um, I think they're doing a steady job um, very slowly. I think it could um, be turned up a notch. (laughs) You know, some things need to happen a little bit faster to show people that, you know, I promised you this and this is what we're going to really make happen and fall through with. Um, I don't think every promise has been made yet, but also we do have to give some things time. Um, like I said, you know, he's only been, uh, you know, president for not even a year. And, you know, there's a lot of work, not just on his part, but on us as Democrats, period, that needs to start happening for some of these laws to be pushed through some of these others the other actions ideas everything to really go the way that it was promised um one thing that's not gonna help like i mentioned earlier is the fact that um of giving up you know we give up on them or you know we decide oh it's not happening it's been nine months You know, there's no money in my pocket. I still don't have a job. Uh, The infrastructure isn't happening quick enough and, you know, so on and so forth. Things like that. Or we start to even think like that. Once you start thinking negative about it or giving up on it, um, there's really no room for improvement. You know, you want to leave space for improvement and hope and faith. And, you know, that's what started this whole like Joe Biden movement was putting your faith and trust back into humanity and making sure that we build back better. Um, I think a lot of things need to happen a little faster. I would like to see it happen faster. I do understand certain things not happening as fast. Um, So give it a little time to answer the question directly. No, I don't think a lot of the promises were kept. from the Democrats I mean as far as this very moment but we have so much more time left and you don't want to jump into things either um and then it backfires on us later so you want to do it the correct way and do it right the first way so I would say give it some time um I do see some improvements here and there um it would be nice to just snap your fingers and, and have it you know, magically appear, but it's never going to happen, especially with four years down the drain, um, plus some. It's, it's just not going to happen right away. Um, so it seems like the promises were not kept. But like I said, you have so much more time to deal with and to play with and, you know, um, we'll get there. We'll definitely get there.
1: So you mentioned um, that there was there was work that like we as Democrats have to do, um, and with you know we're we're diving headfirst into midterm season. Um, are there any races that you um, you've got your eye on that you're uh, watching with particular interest? You know what? No. <laughs>
2: um, after this whole thing. I've actually been I've been reading up on little things here and there and listening to things. But honestly, I kind of took a step back from that um, because I think it can play a lot of tricks on your mind. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so it's it's like it was time for me to give it a little break, because especially with Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Like Twitter will have you all over the place. You know, you retweet this and then you think about it and it's like, oh, no, like, I really don't agree with this. But, you know, I I can see where he's going. And, you know, so many influences on on different perspectives and how people feel personally and politically and, you know, it's just all over the place. Um, I did take a step back from all of that. Um, Not really focusing in on it. Will I go? Um, probably I'm sure I will um, okay. only because if I don't you know who will I know to to you know that actually help us out yeah uh, or or be good for you know my my next move in life and you know I just want to make sure that we're good um, as humans as as the U.S. especially let's start with the U.S. first and then you know build build from there with with other countries and and people and things like that so yeah nothing nothing specifically caught my eye not now okay it's very quiet over here no tv <laughs> you know only <laughs> movies maybe once a week I will not get into politics that much um at the moment uh, it will happen soon though okay yeah
1: Um, Do you think that you'll ever run for office, maybe? Not at all. Really?
2: That is a definite no. Uh, Well, you know what? Let me not say a definite. Um, I would say I'm 90% sure I probably would never do it. But then it's like, it takes people like me um, that have a big mouth, I guess. (laughs) And... (laughs) But but a good heart, though, you know, to actually be like, oh, gosh, this guy's not doing the job. This guy did a horrible job. This lady, such and such, you know, it kind of takes people like me to be like, you know what? Forget it. I'm running, you know, because people do need a solid. They need someone solid in in every office, you know, Um, in every state. They need they need people solid, people that love their people and. I'm not talking about just their background or race, you know, people in general, you know, you're my family. um, I'm your family, you know, just wants to see humanity really grow and people learn from each other and things to get better and more job opportunities. And, you know, you just want things to be aligned fairly. And it's never gonna be until you have somebody that is very solid and fights for every single thing that we need so it could be up in the air as of soon now
1: well if you ever did decide to run anything i would i would be boots on the ground for you in a heartbeat
2: (laughs) yeah awesome yeah awesome thank you so much
1: so You know, we're we're both on Twitter and, you know, you you mentioned that, you know, sometimes Twitter's rough, um, but you manage to always stay positive. How do you how do you manage that in the hellscape that is Twitter?
2: Um, I ignore most of it, I think, you know, I focus on just me. Um, some days that I, you know, that I feel uh, that I might feel down, maybe um, those are the times that I probably post most. Um, usually those are the times that I post like back to back positive things so that I can actually remind myself. But then I remember, like, I almost have 20,000 followers. Why not post positive things? Because I really don't know who needs to see that for the day. You know, um, I love to laugh a lot. There's nothing with laughing a lot and smiling. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying hello and good morning. You know, some people think being genuine and kind to people is like a soft thing. And it's not, you know, it's just, it's mannerisms and respect and, you know, just sharing your, your your love for people in life. So I try to share my love for people in life and remain that way every single day. Um, Positivity is not easy at all. You know, I just think that there's been a lot of times that I've actually cried and then 30 minutes later, I'm like, this is the best day ever. (laughs) (laughs) and you know i don't even know why i'm saying it but i do feel like it's not the worst day things could have been worse um you know somebody died today someone got sick um you know somebody maybe can't find a kid who knows it could be worse it could always be worse and um things do get better
1: so I, I don't want like an exclusive or anything, but what's next for you?
2: <laughs> Good question. I actually, it's so wild. I actually started a YouTube page, but I took it down. Um, I wasn't sure if that's where I wanted to go with it. So to be quite frank about it, I think podcasting is my next step. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think I have so much to talk about. Um, You know, like I said, I love to laugh. It's just so many things that people don't want to talk about that I feel like I would bring up based on my own personal experiences. And yeah, so I just need to take the classes to figure out how to do this podcasting thing, and then I, I'll be off and running. I think.
1: Yeah, you've got you've got a you've got a fantastic voice. So oh, thank like, you. This this thank could be so. I mean, I'm excited. I'm you excited for be, you because you're
2: going to be on the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. That would be really cool day yeah. so i think that's my next step okay i'm sure you heard it here first folks she's getting a podcast oh yeah oh yeah i've been excited for it i, I mean i bought <laughs> four different microphones that all suck okay <laughs> um <laughs> people are like why are you buying this? Why are you buying, especially my mom, she's like, where did you get all this equipment from? And I'm like, you know, Amazon, gosh, Amazon (laughs) will fill your pockets. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Amazon is the greatest place to like shop. So yeah, I've been buying like little equipment, just kind of fooling around, just having fun. Um, But, you know, then I work, I do work a lot. I happen to be on vacation now, but I work a lot um, because I pick up a lot of overtime. That's why. Um, But then I just picked up a part time, part time job, which I'll probably be doing almost every minute of the day if I can, um, which is cool, because I'll work by myself and, you know, just listen to music, do what I got to do. But I would love to podcast. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe the fact that I like to talk. And like I said, it's not even about entertaining people, but I'm sure people will be like, this is very interesting because, you know, it's real life situations. um, And we need to hear about it. You know, let's talk about it. How about that? So
1: there's there's something kind of like very cathartic about it too. Like you just, you know, like for me, my, you know, this show is lots, lots of interviews. And it gives me a chance to ask people questions that I've always wanted to know that maybe like, I haven't felt comfortable like sending a message on Twitter or, you know, just asking in the comments of somewhere. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an addiction. Like, I, I will not lie. Like, I, I get so geeked out, you know, before every I'm episode. Sure.
2: I'm sure. Wait, so how many episodes do you have? I haven't even heard your podcast yet. And I'm like, on here.
1: <laughs> um, this is episode, we're recording episode 16 right now. Um, and then next week is the series one finale. So I've, there'll be 17 episodes in this series. And then this show will go on hiatus for about a month. Um, and in that time, I'm actually launching another show. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, it'll be, uh, it's called This Is Not an Endorsement. Um, and it'll be, it'll be a panel show. It'll be me and six other people. And we'll talk about um, the month's biggest headlines you know across all all news not just politics um you know celebrity news entertainment um and you know it's it'll be very no holds barred these are these are the opinions that you're gonna get that you won't hear on like the sunday panel shows
2: oh cool that's cool good for you man
1: so we'll definitely we'll definitely have to have you on that one too
2: Oh, yeah, I definitely support it. I'll, I'll definitely be down for it. Yeah.
1: So we've come to the portion in the show uh, where I like to play a little game with my guests. Um, I have 15 random questions. Um, some of them I found on the Internet. Some of them uh, people have sent me. Um, are you down to play?
2: I'm always down with the get down. Absolutely. Let's do it let's do it all
1: right number one what website not app do you frequent the most
2: Uh, yahoo (laughs) (laughs) mail.com literally (laughs) that's it uh no i would say probably amazon.com okay yeah
1: sweet tea or lemonade lemonade uh who was your favorite spice girl Uh, I think it was Baby. Okay. Yeah. What is the worst thing that you've watched all the way through on a streaming service?
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. People are going to come for me after this. Um, Orange is the New Black. I think it's horrible. Really? I think it's horrible. Wow why I don't know it just doesn't capture my attention or anything like there's one similar to it but not as many seasons on Netflix and it's called Wentworth oh I love Wentworth it's so good it is so fantastic I mean from from five minutes into the first episode of the first season it was amazing That captured my attention, but Orange is the New Black, to me, sucks. Okay, that's fair.
1: Um, Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Renaissance Fair or Sci-Fi Convention? (laughs) Oh, man. Um,
2: Oh, boy. I would say Renaissance Fair.
1: Okay. Renaissance fair seems to be like the the popular answer, for for everybody. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's
2: Science is like not my thing, so I, I don't know.
1: Um, do you have an unusual celebrity crush? Like somebody you bring it up and people are like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> um, no, but I
2: I mean I could tell you who my crush is. Go for it. Uh, with which is actually, it's so funny because uh, these professors from UCLA flew me out to L.A. Um, and they like booked me these. Oh, my gosh. I was like in Beverly Hills in a mansion next to Stevie Wonder across from Dr. Phil, like just living the dream life okay, for like <laughs> five days. Um, they were just awesome people. Um, and. I was sitting right next to her and I like, couldn't even keep my composure um, at this one restaurant. So, but my celebrity crush is Megan good. Oh, I love her. Mhm. And it's so funny because my girlfriend looks like almost identical to her. <laughs> okay. and she, she gets it all the time. <laughs> it's so crazy. So yeah, that would be my celebrity crush, but I guess that's not a weird one. Um, I don't
1: know. Not everybody Uh, has a weird one.
2: Yeah, that would, that probably be my celebrity crush. Yeah, that's it.
1: Okay. Um, bra, always on or only when you have to?
2: Only when I have
1: to. Oh, yes.
2: Only when I have to, trust me. Oh, gosh. Like, the most uncomfortable thing ever.
1: (laughs) Um... Sweater or a hoodie? A uh, hoodie. Obviously. Yeah. She's got a hoodie on right now. I, I knew, I knew <laughs> the answer before I even asked the question.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, right after this, I'm actually running to Coles to get more hoodies.
1: <laughs> I, I love a hoodie.
2: Well, me too. Me too.
1: Um, if you could have an entire movie theater to yourself and you could watch any movie in the entire world, What would you watch? Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: Titanic.
0: Okay.
2: My favorite movie of all time. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Good pick. Good pick.
1: Um, Do you wash your legs in the shower?
2: I would hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think, is this a trick question? (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: Um, Pool or ocean?
2: Mm. Uh, That's a tough one. Um, I mean, small get together, pool, I guess. Um, But then ocean if I'm on vacation, um, because then I like to jet ski, you
1: know, things like that.
2: Okay. Um, Parasailing. Yeah. So probably Ocean. Let me
1: pick that. All right. If they were making a biopic about your life, who would play you?
2: <laughs> Wait, who would play me as in like physically?
1: If, if they were making a movie about your life, who would who would they cast as you?
2: Oh, gosh. Good question. Um, wow. I mean, we don't look alike, but I think who might be able to play me is like Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Yeah. I think he would be good, especially with the things I've gone through and seen. He would be good to play my life.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, nude beach or not a chance. Absolutely, let's go for it. <laughs> New beef. yes, let's do it. <laughs> and last one, what is the best piece of advice you've ever gotten?
2: Um, I don't know if I would classify it as advice, but I do remember my mom when I was young Telling me, you know, I grew up in a Christian home um, and I remember her always. Well, she told me one time and I just never forgot it was that be careful how you treat people um, because you could be entertaining angels unaware. Um, And that always stuck with me um, because you really don't know who is who. You know, I do believe in spirits, um, good and bad. And, you know, you just never know if that one person that you fed for that day is, you know, an angel from who knows. You don't know. You just don't know who you're going to come across, period, and who you're going to deal with. So treat everyone accordingly. So, yeah.
1: That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. So we are almost out of time, um, but tell everybody where they can find you on the internet. Should they so desire? They
2: can find me on Twitter underscore Jacqueline J A C Q U E L Y N 2020 on Twitter. I literally have no other social media. Um, which probably sucks, um, makes me like, inhumane. Um, But, (laughs) but Twitter is where you can definitely find me, you can DM me private message, it doesn't matter. Um, I read everything, I respond as much as I can. And uh, yeah, that's about it.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for this. Um, This this is probably going to be the highlight of this series for me. Um, so thank you for agreeing to do this. Thank you for being here. Um, Absolutely. Thank you for being so positive on Twitter all the time, because sometimes Absolutely. it's me. Sometimes I'm the one that needs it. So I got you. So thank you so much. You're so
2: welcome. I had a great time. I appreciate you having me on the show.
1: And anytime you want to come back, you just give me a shout, okay? Right away.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. If you didn't enjoy this episode, why the fuck are you even still here? If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us at don't make this weird pod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at SB83 Productions. On Instagram at SpringBreak83 Productions. Don't make this weird is a Spring eighty three production.